from the Financial Times in New York. I'm Amy Keene, and this is FT News. U.S. cable giant Comcast is trying to gatecrash a tie-up between rivals Walt Disney and Fox. The company's been speaking with U.S. banks in an effort to secure up to $60 billion in financing for an all-cash offer of Fox's entertainment business and global assets. The FT's James Fontanella-Khan joins me to break this down. James, Comcast is coming back for Fox. How realistic is it that they could actually, you know, get the money together to make an attractive offer? I think we should take this deal very seriously. I mean, effectively, what they've done, they've, they've met with investment banks in, in the U.S., and they're trying to kind of line up the cash to come up with a $60 billion deal to count, make a counteroffer to the current agreed bid that Fox has with uh, uh, Walt Disney. And this is the first concrete move that we can report uh, uh, from Comcast side of actually being serious of, of coming back because they had been rejected before from Fox on fears that a deal with Comcast would not really win regulatory approval. And that brings us to the question of why are they coming back now? Why is this happening now? And that has a lot to do with another big potential media tie-up. Absolutely. The reason they're coming back now is simple. As, as you mentioned, AT&T and Time Warner, which was a $108 billion deal announced in 2016, uh, has been challenged by the Department of Justice. And now it's, it's in court and there's a U.S. judge who will decide whether this deal should be approved or not. And there's a sense within the media community and the antitrust world. I mean, obviously, there's always people with diverging views, but there's a, the majority of people think that the deal is most likely to be approved by the judge. And if that's the case, it means that a vertical deal, but effectively where you have, in one case, a telecom company buying a media company, in this case, it would be a cable company buying a media company, would be allowed. And so they're just doing the preparatory work. So once the verdict from the court comes out, they can strike right away. And Fox rejected Comcast's initial bid, which was higher than, I believe, what Disney ended up sort of swooping in with. What is Comcast after? You're absolutely right. The deal was rejected by Rupert Murdoch, an offer that came from Roberts, who's the CEO and chairman of Comcast, on the basis that, you know, he thought there are not really the grounds to get this approved from regulators. And so Walt Disney, they thought that there was fewer overlaps and therefore it would get approval. What Comcast is after is, is effectively kind of broaden its, its footprint. It wants kind of Fox's studio business. It wants its international business. We should bear in mind that while Comcast is preparing to come up with a counter bid for Fox, it's currently made a bid for Sky, which is like the pan-European media company, which is partly owned by Fox. 39% is owned by Fox. So they're trying to buy the remaining 61%, which would give them a majority of that Sky. And so they want to com- kind of complete the pie to complete the pie. They need to buy those Fox assets, which include the 39% stake in Sky. So it's, it's a, it's a three-way triangle. The same is for Disney. Disney, if they succeeded in buying Fox, they would end up, which is unusual to have this 39% stake in, in Sky. And so they would be kind of co-owners with, with Comcast if, if that deal goes through. Basically, we've got all of these media companies trying to eat each other up, and it's a matter of sort of who gets the financing and who gets approved first is really going to decide the winner. Can you just sort of take a step back for us, for people who are not following these mergers on a day-to-day basis? What's happening uh, across the sector that's creating the, the grounds for these mergers? 
the reason you have all these companies kind of looking for their next big deal is, and, and we're talking predominantly here of traditional media companies, is simple. They've been challenged in recent years by a new generation of digital competitors. You can name them. Netflix, the Hulus of this world, Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon, and on and on and on. And so their sense is like we're being threatened by this new generation of cash-rich, very popular, very successful online platforms. We need to bulk up. So if you're a telecom company, you can't just be a telecom company because you feel threatened that, you know, with all these so-called over-the-top telecom platforms, effectively, which are kind of, you know, WhatsApp offers voice telecommunication. So what they're thinking, we need to provide more services. How do you do that? Or you, you buy a studio, you buy a media company, and you combine. And therefore, you can compete with these new um, players. And like we haven't mentioned Verizon, but you know Verizon was also looking at Fox's assets. And we're now assuming that AT&T and Time Warner is going to be approved. That's a big, you know, question mark still. Although, although the majority of people think it will go through, it's, it's not a done deal. And if that deal doesn't happen, you probably have others looking at buying all or parts of, of Time Warner. And AT&T will be looking for the next deal somewhere else. Yeah. So if I'm the cable company, this is really a play for not only do I want to own the sort of proverbial pipes, but also the content that's flowing through those pipes and into the consumer's, you know, home, smartphone, tablet, you name it. And that's what some regulators are concerned about. Like, should the owner of the pipes also control what goes in and out of those pipes? All right. Well, it sounds like this is at the very least a big story to watch over the coming months. Absolutely. James is the co-creator of the FT's due diligence email. It's the must-read daily briefing on corporate finance, mergers and acquisitions, and private equity. You can sign up for it at ft.com forward slash due hyphen diligence. Thank you, James. Thank you, Amy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.